Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. We are officially halfway through October when this episode goes up. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I hope you're all having an incredible month and start of fall. And I'm excited to chat with you about today's episode topic, all things wellness. And I don't know about you, but the word wellness is a happy one for me. And I don't know, something about it feels like relaxing and taking care of yourself and feeling all things good, but I know how it's kind of glamorized and how it can seem almost like an unachievable task. I truly believe wellness is meant for everyone and it's not just for a certain group of special people. We all deserve to live a life that makes us feel good and what I really want to do is there's (laughs) the left side of my brain wants so badly to know the dictionary definition of wellness and the right side of my brain is saying no you don't need to know you have an understanding of what it means and it's important to define it for myself so Uh, To me, personally, wellness does mean kind of just what I explained, feeling good and taking time to care for yourself, to love on yourself, and that can look a million different ways, many of which we'll cover through today's episode. But yeah, I think acknowledging that wellness can look different for me for you than it does your friend your family member your coworker. now I know thinking about creating your concept if you will around the word wellness can be hard because a lot of what we're taught contradicts everything wellness essentially stands for which is kind of like tuning out your to-do list in a way and turning off and tuning in. That's kind of contradictory to like our work styles and our go, go, go mentality. But I firmly believe making an effort in this area will only better support us in those other areas of our work and life. Looking back, I can't remember a time where I was like taught about wellness or taught about like taking care of myself in that way. Not trying to be negative and like my family loves me. They want what's best for me. I know they want me to be well, but no one was teaching me how to like create wellness for myself. It was more about like wellness is having options and you have options when you have a good career and you get a good career by getting a good education and working hard. So um, that's been my experience. Some of you may have something similar 
if you were taught a lot about wellness growing up, I'd love to hear about that. I'm genuinely interested. There are elements of wellness that I obviously witness in like both my parents and through teachers and um, just different influences growing up. But for the most part, I I really kind of just kind of had to create it on my own and definitely been more successful in that since I, you know, moved out and have been like moving through my own life and career and figuring out um, what doesn't work for me. (laughs) We learn so much through seeing ourselves sometimes crash and burn and you know what, that's okay, lesson learned, but we got to take that as information and move forward. Moving on through my like vision of wellness, I always think of, (laughs) I always think of goop and I feel like I have to explain goop to you if you're not familiar. It is like a whole entity of its own created by Gwyneth Paltrow, but all the goop family calls her GP. And so we're going to refer to her as GP, but goop is like all aspects of life and it's kind of seen through this like holistic lens in a way and just approaches things like kind of in just like new age way of seeing everything so your health your like mental state the way you approach your day your work like what you're eating like the products you're using on your body like it's kind of a little bit of everything and I always kind of think of that because their approach is really like all aspects of life. And for me, wellness, my definition for myself is all areas of my life kind of like being cared for and attended to. And this, okay, that's so funny that this now reminds me of something my dad taught me. And it was kind of about like the concept of your mind, body, and spirit, and just kind of like picturing like a horizontal triangle. And he would like hold his like pointer fingers and like thumbs together to create kind of that triangle shape. It kind of looks Hershey Kiss shape, but (laughs) you get the idea. And imagine like each point of the triangle is either your mind, body, spirit. And if you're giving too much attention to one and it's like drifting up, you're kind of see that another one's dipping down. And, you know, we're constantly kind of tipping in different directions and trying to balance out between those three specifically. And I just said I didn't learn from my parents. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh, this is just not sticking out to me. But uh, that visual comes to mind every now and then of like that balance and figuring out where I'm maybe not caring for myself or neglecting like my neglecting my health or my needs. And just kind of the uh, that was especially got um challenging like I've said before when I entered the workforce and your life kind of completely changes and all of a sudden you're on this like very long-term trajectory where essentially not too much is gonna change like you're kind of you know doing the same thing day in and day out and back in that time of my life like first starting my career I 
was very much like in my head all the time, not in my body, like not in tune with my body's needs or like if I felt run down, tired, hungry, like all the things I was just like a brain carrying around a body instead of the other way around. And I don't know what's right, but I've always feel better when I'm more like in tune with my body and I know a lot of us think like that means working out and yeah you need like you got to move your body you got to keep using it you got to keep like caring for it but it's bigger than that in my mind it's it's a lot of like actually tuning in and thinking about your body so in yoga when they do that practice and I don't know what it's called but if you've ever been to a yoga class there's usually at some point you're like lying on your back and you kind of the um, teacher kind of walks you through relaxing different parts of your body and I kind of think about it as that same experience of just kind of that acknowledgement of okay like relax your forehead relax like your cheeks like things you don't think about you 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 think about like oh my shoulders are tight or my back is tight or like my knees and bothering me but you really taking that time and getting in tune with all areas of the body like from your the top tippy top of your head to your toes and each little area and how you're probably holding tension or just kind of like numb and floating through because you're so much in your head that was my experience for a long time and being in that place where I was just like my head was dragging my body around if you will (laughs) it sounds dramatic but really like when I'm so focused on one project at work or something that I wasn't even in tune with my body at all and that's so weird it's almost like a cord was cut and it was just all all head like that's all I had going on and it doesn't it didn't feel good for me I I'm I wonder if other people feel the same way if they're if you're really like deep in on one thing a project something going on in your life anything do you feel like that detachment from your body and moving into later years in my career I've tried to remain or I've tried to hold on to that kind of connection because that supports me and serves me much better than where I just kind of like stay in that headspace but our bodies like it's a part of us like we're 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 one with it and it can support and give into us if we like acknowledge it and there's many ways to do that obviously but even if you want to just try like that exercise um like and maybe before you get out of bed in the morning or when you're going to sleep, like if you're lying down, just think about, okay, like I'm going to, and I, you could probably look up, I'm going to find a um, kind of guided walkthrough on YouTube or something for that and see if there's a good one and I'll link it because the concept is kind of difficult to think about if you've never uh, experienced it or been in yoga class, but really just thinking about every little area of your body and relaxing and maybe even not just the relaxing part, 
but the tuning in and acknowledging of each area and that it is a part of you because like I've said in the past, I have been in positions where it's so easy to feel detached from that part of me and from that part of myself. Now, this is definitely not something I've perfected, but for me, it's definitely a huge key to like my wellness experience. And when I do find, feel like my head and my body are connected, it sounds so silly, but I know you know what I'm saying. When I feel like I'm connected, then I am probably taking better care of myself and whether that means like cooking more for myself or taking time in the mornings before work to like really ease into my day. And I've talked a lot about it in the past, but really that's when I'm taking time for my rituals that fill me up and make me feel really good. And this week on my blog, I shared kind of my wellness rituals around my work day. And there's like three main ones that are pretty consistent for me and I don't know how they were all started with C's so in the morning my first one is definitely coffee that's a huge one for me if you're a coffee drinker you probably have the same experience and some days it's the process of making the coffee some days it's the driving to the coffee shop waiting in line getting the coffee is drinking and enjoying is all part of that like morning ritual experience Um, not to say I only have that one coffee a day, but no, that time, that specific like time in the morning is really like the marker for me for the beginning of my day and is like so, so important for me. And this middle of the day I labeled as like my catch up ritual. So that is the time I'll like really check my text messages, text people back, I'll like go on social media, see what people are up to. I like, I always share, I'm a fan of YouTube, see if any of my favorite YouTubers have posted anything, watch a video like during lunch. That's like that time where I really like to see what everyone's up to and catch up. And at the end of the day, my ritual is what I just labeled as calm. So that can look a lot of different ways. I've shared before that I love taking baths and really getting into that process. I really enjoy like hot tea. I shared how I like to kind of get like my bedside table and everything ready before I get in bed at night. It's a whole process for me. And yeah, so those are like my three larger foundational rituals throughout the day. And of course they shift and change a bit, but I really like to get into each one. And I think the ones at the beginning and the end of day are even more important because especially for those of us that are working home right now, it's good to have those like bookends to your work day in order to create some sort of boundary around like work and life. And it's not perfect. <laughs> I, I totally understand. But um, those two specifically, I think, really support that like kind of like tuning in and tuning out. And the middle of the day is definitely much like that engagement and connecting and that kind of stimulus of what's going on online, connecting with people is probably 
better for the middle of the day than the beginning or the end. So um, that's just been my experience. And chances are you probably already do some of these things for yourself. But if you're not already, take this as an opportunity to think, okay, like if I'm going to have three rituals a day or even start with two, like how am I going to begin and end my work day? Um, I think that's really helpful. I, I know some people really get into like their routines and that's not something I've ever felt like connected to. For some reason, the word routine does not, I don't resonate with that. I don't like that word. It just like doesn't have a good meaning to me. It kind of sounds too mundane and boring. And I think sometimes when I hear the word routine, I feel connected to like a one specific like daily, there's step one, two, three, four. And I like changing things up. I don't like feeling like stuck to one thing and I much prefer the word rhythm because to me rhythm can be the same for a little bit but then it can shift up and then it can go back and that just feels easier for me so maybe that is something you can resonate with and either word if you're into the idea of a routine or a rhythm or a ritual wow lots of r's but um Find the good feeling words because I know sometimes uh, when we hear certain things, we immediately don't feel connected or associated with them, but that doesn't mean (laughs) you don't get to have them. So if the word wellness kind of like turns you off and you're like, oh, that feels too goopy for me, uh, that's okay. Call it self-care. Call it like in my family, we always call like taking time for yourself. Like for me, it's Zan time. I need some Zan time. <laughs> and, oh, that's, I have all, I could talk about this all day. But uh, when Shelby and I uh, started dating, I had to like explain this concept to her. And at first she thought I was nuts. But now she absolutely loves calling Shelby time and saying, you know, I need some Shelby time. But that's, it's so nice to have like a word for it. So that way people around you know, like, oh, hey, that person just like truly needs a little time to themselves, whether they're just like zoning out or they just like, maybe they're having a bad day. They need to like decompress, like being able to say, Hey, I need this time because I don't, I don't know. It's kind of hard to ask for that. And a lot of in the past, I felt weird saying, Hey, I need this specific time to kind of like fill myself back up and feel good again. Um, but if I don't ask for that, if I don't take that time, um, whenever like that feeling comes up, like, oh, I need to be alone or have some time to myself. If I don't do that, like I get depleted very, very quickly. And even, and I think this is like kind of a funny thing. So I think people always assume extroverts kind of like don't need that time, but, I both Shelby and I are extroverted she's like on the highly extroverted side of the scale and I'm on the more like less if that's an option but um I really do find that we both still need like that time to ourselves just to like tune in and align with wherever we want to be the things we want to feel and a lot of that does involve like the acknowledging the body and defining what feels good for us in that moment and 
I highly encourage you to try this and you can call it whatever you want if you want to call it X time or um, as in your name, blank time. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I think it's something I really want to encourage and use it even if you have to set aside the time a little time every week to say oh I need to have blank time because I'm going to spend this time figuring out what wellness feels like for me right now in this season and coming into the next few months I know that I really want to like hone in on that for me the same way I did for October in creating like a new tradition for myself around Halloween and writing the letters I think having those same kind of like plans for myself will feel really good and fill me up. So maybe thinking, okay, November's coming up. November's going to look different and I want to feel good. And here's maybe some areas where I haven't been feeling so full or areas, yeah, areas that have been lacking or areas where I've felt frazzled, like where let's acknowledge them. Let's say in um like work's been good but keeping the house together has been just like so stressful and when your home doesn't feel like it's like clean or cared for you just feel overwhelmed and anxious and it's just like this repeating cycle okay so give yourself a little grace we're all doing the best we can but you can say okay in november what would feel good for me and how can i make this a part of like creating wellness for myself because you know a clean environment clear environment clear head you know so okay we've got this kind of mess okay so if you live with other people maybe you know have a make it a group effort what what's going on how can we improve this and how can we make this fun I love thinking about how I can make things fun uh I forget sometimes but for example I think about like, oh, I'm going to clean the kitchen. Well, I'm going to listen to that podcast I've really been wanting to listen to or have that YouTube video playing in the background or talk to somebody on the phone that always makes like cleaning for me personally go by so much faster. Um, always take that opportunity to say, okay, how or how can I add wellness or joy into this thing that I normally don't really find a lot of joy in and just that reminder of, yeah, this is a quote-unquote chore, but it's something for you, something you get to enjoy, something that's going to bring wellness to your life. So um, not to put too much pressure on it, but really just to acknowledge and take the time to say, okay, I am in control of this part of my life and I am able to call it and take it for what it is and make a plan going forward and yeah continue that through the rest of the year I think we all kind of need a little bit more of that planning and preparation and I think in life we're normally planning so much like we're going here then going there we have this event this gathering this thing on our calendar and a lot of that is taken away and it will feel good to put some of that back in in a way of like caring for your wellness and of course like these are especially important right now but it'll be interesting to see how we can carry that 
into life as things quote unquote return to normal (laughs) and um, how maybe we'll learn some new skills, some new ways to support ourselves and bring that into life moving forward and hopefully allow us to feel more more of that wholeness, more of that well-roundedness. And life is always throwing us a little bit out of whack or off balance and making things feel like not flowy and not easy and fun. But when we have that like skill or kind of that home base of this is what I know feels good for me and the people that I live with, the people that I have a life with, then we can kind of like slowly but surely flow back into that place of balance, that place that feels good for us. And yeah, I think that's the ultimate goal is to have kind of that like centered place in ourselves and in our life where even when things kind of get thrown off, we find ourselves easily coming back and I know in my life I'm continually learning how to kind of release control and lean on those wellness practices or my rituals more specifically to bring me back to my place if I ever the one I'm I think I skip the most is the evening calm sometimes and oh, does that catch up to me if I really don't build any of that in? Um, I never skip coffee and we all know it's, <laughs> I'm rarely skipping the social media aspect of life. But um, yeah, that calm for me specifically is the one that I think probably many people struggle with. And I I don't have kids. I My life is fairly simple, but um, I, and so I, I'm acknowledging that it, it could be a bit more difficult for somebody with a bigger family and more maybe going on in your life to find that calm. But um, I think finding a way to, to incorporate it and it doesn't necessarily have to look like a day at the spa if you can't dedicate a day to going to the spa. It can look like little tiny things, but those little things add up. And even though like the first time you treat yourself to a manicure for the first time in a while, you're like, oh, that was nice. But like, I'm not cured. Like (laughs) I, um, I still feel frazzled. I still feel like X, Y, and Z. Yes, of course. Like life keeps chugging along, but we get to take that time for ourselves. And I think part of the wellness is just even the planning of it. And I've talked before, especially in this time, how I've enjoyed planning and it feels like we, it gives us some sense of control right now. Yeah. Plan your wellness, plan, plan a, anything to take care of yourself, book in like 30 minutes to yourself to take a nice bath, use some Epsom salt, some bubble baths, a bath bomb, like light some candles, watch a video, listen to some music building in that time will 
even that alone is an act of wellness for yourself and will feel so incredible in moving forward, especially for the next few months and during a time where life normally looks especially busy and full um, to kind of release what we think that's supposed to look like and build in some of that intentional wellness and yeah I hope this has given you a few ideas on bringing extra wellness into your life defining what wellness means for you because like I've I've said it's so different for everyone and don't be turned off by the way others experience and carry out their wellness yours can look completely different I, <laughs> I've really had fun playing with reels on Instagram and the one I'm making for this week, I, it's kind of like what we think wellness looks like versus what wellness actually is. And it was just kind of a joke on, um, kind of like witnessing others live what we believe is like a full, well-rounded life. But it can look so different. And of course, I fully believe that it starts internally. It starts on the inside with each of us and how we feel. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in for another week of the podcast. We have three more episodes left for the season. So next Thursday, And then the following week, remember, we will have two episodes that week. I appreciate all of you so much. I wish you all the wellness in the next few months. And I will meet you here next week. Thanks for tuning in to another week of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you know each week when a new episode goes up. You can tune in to the podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. See you next week.